Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. This is not a regular episode. It's something that we're just going to record and see where the hell it goes. I am your host, but not DM for the evening, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by the usual cast and crew of Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Yeah, that means we don't have to listen to what you're saying anymore, then, Cookson, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not the boss of me anymore. <laughs> uh, we just thought, so this episode is going to be recorded at a unknown point of time. Because we might not release it anytime soon. It's basically, we wanted to chat about the campaign, chat about characters, and just generally chit-chat to maybe catch new players up, uh, new listeners up, maybe just shoot the breeze, that sort of thing. But it might not go up anytime near when we actually record it. So, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> stuff may have happened since that we do discuss. Exactly. But, um, a lot of stuff may happen since we, my characters may no, no longer be alive. We don't know. Yep. We, yeah, um, that's true. We might combine this with a few other little bits that we've recorded to make one actual episode, and then, yeah, you will all see the results of that. Well, you'll be listening to it right now, so I don't know yeah. why I'm talking as if it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> Is Trump still president? What's going on? Uh, podcasting <laughs> paradox. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I thought we'd just start with a very simple one. Is how do you guys feel things have gone so far? I mean, obviously, we played for, what, like, five, six months, give or take, so we didn't play every Pretty week. Pretty much, yeah. Before we even started yeah. doing a podcast. And for those who aren't aware, these guys, they started at level one. Like, they have slowly grinded their way up to level five that they are now. <laughs> yeah. It's taken time. Yeah. Yes. Especially, we often, we'd only play, like, maybe an hour, maybe two hours a week, every other week, something like that. So you know, these these things things take time, but it was uh, it was a fun ride, and then we decided, fuck it, let's make a podcast. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I think I that it anyway, it. might as well um, like record it. Yeah, it it, it, it was it was literally just like a, I think it was a WhatsApp chat or something. We were just like, you know what, we could record this, and people might listen. And it turns out that some people do listen. So. I know, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening to <laughs> us <yeah>. waffle. <laughs> No, I mean it's yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's been emotional. I think it's been it's been it's been a good roller coaster. I think we've grown into our characters quite a lot. I mean, when you first start out with a new character, you're still kind of finding your feet with them a little bit. You're not really sure how they're going to progress, how they're going to grow, how how you're going to play them. Um, and there's kind of you, you, there's the first sort of few sessions where you're just sort of feeling it out a little bit, and you're not really sure, and nobody else is really sure. None of your characters really know each other, and it's a bit sort of takes a little little while to kind of get into the flow and get into the rolling of things um which i think is why, why it's quite a good idea really that we started um this actually recording this podcast a bit of the way down the road so a lot of that stuff had already yeah, happened that's really true because yeah. i was so yeah. shaky i still am shaky don't get me wrong but i mean I, at least i know where my head's at and i'm like i know it seems like i still don't know what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> but i think i know where my head's at but you've come a long way <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think. I, I think well, yeah. for, for 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 you, you Flo and and Bunkle, there, it's it's your basically your first campaign, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we did we did we did a bit with me DMing before, but it was it was very much a sort of on rails type of this is how combat works kind of campaign. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, th th I'm going to throw things at you, and you're going to gradually move on. And there wasn't too much like decision making, which is why 
when Cookson kind of basically threw us in at the deep end and went, right, here's the campaign. What do you want to do? Um, <laughs> yeah. It could have been a bit daunting, but I think... In uh, the first five seconds, you need to make a choice. Exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I can do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've ever spoken about how this campaign actually starts, or at least not we in any not. sort of level of detail, but basically all three of them woke up in their own personal prisons that were made of like illusions and weird things and they had to make moralist moralistic or skill-based decisions to escape and it was kind of a judge of their character so i thought that'd be a really interesting way to start for two new players who've just made their characters <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> it, it, interesting wasn't quite the word i'd use um but yeah it was it was it was challenging it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it, but then I wasn't the new player, so... Yeah, I think I <laughs> I think yes, you did, you but did. I'm also... Because it was also based on roles, so... Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't so much you failed by picking the wrong choice, it was literally you rolled bad. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bunk was like, yeah, you fucking... You were shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, that's not what I meant. Yeah, sure. You know what? I don't think you guys actually know what Rogar did because back in that day we we had a bit of a timing difference. So like Matt and Flo were available for one day, and James wasn't available till like a couple of days after. So I don't know yeah, if we yeah. ever went into detail of what Rogar had to do. We we didn't actually uh, know. Any, no, any I don't believe they do know. No, and I have not told anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, while we we're chatting about things, and as it was a long time ago, I'll I'll go through what all three of them had to do actually, just because I think it's fun to know. It's not written yeah. on, like, anywhere, actually. So, no. uh, so Tommy was locked in a prison cell, and he basically had to puzzle his way out of it. Like, there were hidden flagstones, there were traps, there was, like, gas that was leaking in from the bottom that was trying to, like, smother... Well, sorry, coming down from the ceiling that was trying to, like, choke him. He had, like, a little skill thing where he had to hit all these little lights in sequence and stuff like that. And basically, he had to escape the cell, or it was going to kill him, he thought, anyway. Um, Sophia woke up basically tied to a torture rack, being tortured by a unknown entity, someone dressed all like in black with a big face mask on, and she was being asked very personal questions about her family and history, and then at the end of it it was revealed that it was her mother doing the torturing, and she basically had to resist breaking for the, the period of questioning. Mm-hmm. And Rogar... Rogar woke up in what was kind of like a mausoleum and he had to initially puzzle his way past choosing a a religious symbol that he recognized out of a bunch of ones that he didn't. And I think it was Bane's symbol at the time. All the yeah. other ones, he rolled pretty well, but he rolled well enough to realize that none of the other religious symbols were ones he'd ever seen in a book ever. Which nice. may have been a clue to where things were later heading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 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 so so it's kind of a holy grail type. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, he went down the path of well, the, the, he eventually got down the right path, and he heard a creature in the darkness behind him starting to move closer to his location, and then he moved into a small room that had uh, a bunch of injured people in it of varying degrees of health. He yeah. questioned a few of them, and they were asking for aid. And as they were doing so, um, monstrous oozing tendrils and claws started reaching out of the darkness and grabbed one of the younger injured people and started pulling them towards the darkness. 
and Rogar had a choice of either trying to start to heal people and get them out of the room, because there was a door that was very slowly starting to open, or run and save the person who was being dragged into the darkness, or just saying fuck it and escaping by himself, which <laughs> I, you can probably guess which one Rogar picked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, uh, if I remember correctly, I saved one person. Uh, myself. I, th- I think you healed one person. Oh, yeah, I healed one person. It doesn't mean I saved you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A dick from the start. I like it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone who was ruthless and willing to do exactly what he needed to get ahead. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't fault him for character. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, probably didn't make sense at the time, but the Whispering Man actually complimented him on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> But yeah, that was the start of the campaign. They were then introduced to an entity that appeared different to each of them. So for Rogar, he appeared looking very much like Bane, but with slightly different armor. Uh, to Tommy, he appeared as a mob boss. And to Sophia, he appeared like a, some sort of emperor or like really high-ranking noble. And forced them to fight a big oozing monster of doom. And when they won, he sent them on their way with three brands attached to their... Well, magically bound to them. And a little mm. quest that has spiralled into our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we must remember Free to use our brands. Should, I was going to say, we always forget to use. Yeah. Well, I think my, mine just gives me um, pluses to investigation, I think. No, so, yours gives you resistance to psychic damage. Oh, yeah, that is, that's the one, yeah. Sorry, and that's the other thing I've got. That once a day, if I remember correctly, you can use it to gain advantage on a charisma saving throw. Mm. Oh what? my god, that would have what? been so helpful. Well, if I, if I haven't had to take a Christmas saving throw yet, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. he's not had to yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Sophia uses hers every so often to add extra damage in. It's her uh, that icy damage that she did, I think, last uh, session. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Rogar, a session or two ago, used his regeneration? Yes, I mm. did. Yeah. yeah, it's actually quite useful, even though it's not many points mm. well, it's, it's, it's something isn't it you know yeah if all else fails you've got that little bit extra mm. well that's it if it gets you out of a bind it gets you out of a bind yeah so i'm interested to know from my own personal interest how are you three actually enjoying your characters so far have you you've gotten quite used to playing them you're having fun with them that sort of thing yeah i think so yeah i mean i i i i i, I like tommy he's he's he, I, I, that I made him in a way that I knew I was going to like him. Mm. Uh, he's he's a bit of a dick, a bit of a scoundrel, but he's kind of becoming a bit less of a dick. Kind of the more the 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 Rogar's a dick, I think. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of kind of kind of have, having 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 to sort of um, counterbalance a little bit, or else it would just be like, what are the dicks going to do today? Yeah. Um, uh, let's, let's see. Let's see who what, whose day they fuck up. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I've, I've, I'm kind of, kind of trying try to. He's, he's, he's not, he's not a good character. I don't think he ever will be. Um, he kind of, he's, he's, he's in it for himself, but he's also not adverse to helping other people if he thinks it might help him as well. Mm. Money wise. Yeah, money wise, or, or, or kind of like any kind of loot wise, or just. Just in terms of like useful karma that you can use for a favor when he's in a tight spot, kind of thing. 
Um, he's not quite a diamond in the rough. He's like maybe like a sapphire in the rough. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's he's kind of his heart's not really in the right place, but it could be persuaded to be with the right amount of gold. Mm. So. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. go on, go on. No, I'm just thinking. I'm less of a stuck-up bitch. Yeah. Um, I still haven't really gotten to know Rogar or top um or handle that much so i don't really trust them as much as i do tommy i don't know why i trust tommy probably because i he's like next door in the next room but um <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah i'm a bit less snooty you you yeah you were a massive bitch at the beginning to be yes <laughs> yes i was a massive bitch because i didn't know you you didn't know no. me true i had no allegiance to either of you um yeah but it's interesting how how easy how much easier it is for me to get into the mindset of playing sophia um and and like well what would sophia do really in this Mm -hmm. situation i think it always has to come down to that in with with my decision making um because a lot of the time i'd be like yeah fuck it i would go save ansir i would go save ansir but sophia being she didn't really know Ansir, really. I'm not sure if there's many people that she would go and fight the. Mm. Yeah, especially especially as we we'd seen what it had done as well. Yeah. yeah. Only like a couple of sessions ago, and it is it it was it basically released a cloud of cloud that like engulfed everyone nearby. Yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. it's it like it like one shotted three dudes at the same time, mm. <laughs> and yeah, I suppose to be fair, it does really make sense because you. Like you say, your character is like basically a loner, yeah, and wouldn't trust anybody and yeah. has no reason to. So, yeah, no, it does make sense. I have to say, you know, my own personal experience, I love playing as Rogar, especially <laughs> since he's gone insane. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> but no, it, it's more than that. At first, from from my perspective, it was really. Like like you said like you said, Flo, it was kinda like what actually what would Rogar do in this situation? What mm-hmm. would he do? Now it's more well actually no, I could do what I would want to do in this situation because yeah. he is insane. Yeah. So yeah. now I can get to do crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, your stuff yeah. doesn't need to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I mean as, as as long as you think, would a crazy person do this? Then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's as long as as long as yeah, yeah there, there is doesn't you don't really have to you can just go what 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 would i want to do if i could do anything in this situation and yeah yeah and that's awesome yeah uh, like how serious is this situation can i get away with fucking everybody over yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mostly yeah, yeah. It's, work, it's working out so far yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's interesting um, on the role-playing thing because i think and matt can probably attest to this it doesn't necessarily get easier the more you play D and D, because then you, yeah. you run into a different problem. Where okay, I know half the monsters in the monster manual off the top of my head. I know a bunch of DM stuff, and now I have to play a character that doesn't know any of that. And I, it's hard to be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should hit the skeletons with bludgeoning damage. I don't know. Maybe that would work. I mean, ex- 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 exactly. I mean, from, from, yeah. from, my, from my perspective, I knew we'd have no problems if we just charged in and smacked um, in, in a recent session those those trolls. Mm. Absolutely yeah. no, no issues at all. We're just charging in. But my character sees 
two massive things he's not encountered before. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how strong they are. He doesn't know how easily they're going to be able to take him out. Well, let's try something different rather than just walking in there and smacking him. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, you knew they would be easy? Yeah. Yeah, oh. well, if, if, if you listen back, I even, I even explained out of character that I thought that, yeah, they could probably hit hard, but they don't yeah, have much armor, so you'll wear yeah. them out pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, but, even then, yeah, it's just, I, I didn't want to go in too much into being like, yeah, it's all right, guys, we can smack, we can easily smack him, because then yeah. it just gets a bit meta, doesn't it? And it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, Which yeah I think, it kind of defeats the object. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always something that I think is difficult, and I think you guys do a good job balancing it because it's difficult, especially like in Matt's position where you two are newer, and even at this point, it's still newer. Like this is just like your first major characters and your first major mm-hmm. campaign. You're still gonna want like advice or how to deal with things yeah, exactly. on occasion. And yeah, I, I could be very very strict and say no, no meta talking between yourselves ever. Yeah, but then no out of character dialogue. Yeah, yeah, but. I think that makes that less fun for new players. Like, because yeah. if you legitimately have a question, I don't want someone to feel like they can't ask. Because then that's mm-hmm. that feels like very gatekeepy. Like, oh no, you you haven't played for years. Can't yeah, yeah. have something explained to you. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like, how how are you supposed to learn if you can't ask? And hmm. I think I think the the fact we're asking on the podcast as well. I mean, hopefully that's useful for anyone who's listening out there who hasn't really got a huge amount of D&D experience and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're talking yeah. through why we're doing stuff or we're asking each other questions, what do you think about this? And we're kind of coming up with a lot of things that other people might have thought of maybe. I don't know. I hope, hope, yeah. that's, hope that's how it comes across anyway. Yeah, I, I think it does. So. I, and I must admit, one of the things I do find a lot of fun to help in that regard, I like doing a lot of this homebrew stuff where even if you guys know every page of every single version of the Monster Manual and all the... Volo's Guide to Monsters and the Tome of Beasts, you can still be like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> and yeah, that's going to be a, a lot of thing, lot, lot of stuff. I mean, um, I'm guessing Bunkle does a bit more reading than I do. I literally come out of, come out of this without doing any reading. I mean, I, yeah, literally. Bunk, I, um, I, yeah. I, try, I try not to. I know I could go and do the reading and stuff yeah. and some of it i have encountered before and things so i so i would try but i try literally to just go no i'm going to come into this fresh as tommy mm. how is he yeah how yeah is he handling this and how is he going to do it see i am an absolute nightmare <laughs> for reading uh, i i read up on pretty much everything that we do um and like even when i even like when i was writing <clears throat> trying to write rogar i must have spent like because i was actually i actually went on holiday at the time <laughs> when I was trying to write him, and I and I took what I'd rolled and took it with me oh, God. <laughs> to try and write to, to, to write this character. Uh, I remember that because you were you were questioning me on uh, the Forgotten Realms deities, and you were like on the wiki list <laughs> linking stuff to me, like yeah, but what about this god and what does this one do? And what this one yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember C- Cookson saying to me, he's like, I think Bunkle's getting really into this. I'm yeah. on holiday, and he just keeps messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think I've ever said this on podcast, but in case anyone's really interested, I think it's probably obvious, but the world and the characters and the cities and all that sort of stuff is entirely homebrew. It's just stuff I've made up and then plotted out. The only thing that's from official D&D stuff, apart from monsters, obviously, is the deity pantheon I just chose, Forgotten Realms, because it fits for a few of the themes that haven't yet come apparent, but probably will do in the future. And I kind of like some of the Forgotten Realms gods. I'm not super knowledgeable on them, but I have tried to read up as much as I thought was necessary. 
I think that's fair enough. I mean, there's the, 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 there comes a point where when you're homebrewing stuff, you just got to go, right, do you know what? I'm not going to spend the kind of days and days coming up with my own pantheon of gods and what, di- what they are and why they're different from anybody else's pantheon of gods as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll end up straying into familiar territory and people are saying, oh, you borrowed it from that, you borrowed it from this, etc. It's just like, well, do you know what? I'm just going to use this one and that's fine. I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah. In terms of what I find interesting is because I, I sort of knew going into this how you guys would probably try to approach things and I like to think in terms of building the city and building the opening campaign stuff and even the stuff you guys are still doing now I think I've played against what you ex- I expected you guys to do relatively well like there's always a chance with new players and people who are new to a campaign that it's it's difficult to not go into like video gaming mode and just being like oh we just run in and kill these people or yeah exactly yeah. we uh we talk all the metagame stuff and uh, like Matt's saying, like, oh, yeah, I know ogres are easy. Fuck it, we'll just run in and kill them. Oh, that's a lich. Yeah, we're just going to ignore that and stuff like that. So I think, Mm. I like to think I've set up enough that it's remained either mysterious or when you have gone on sprees of violence, it's felt more real than it just being a, oh, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, I mean, from my perspective, definitely. I think the, um, the way the world kind of has reacted to the things we've done as well particularly with like the city-wide lockdown mm-hmm. um after our various killing sprees and stuff is um kind of it it shows that things that we can't just do what we want in the world and, and there'll be no consequences it's, it's video game mode you, you lose your wanted stars and it's all good again <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's you know i think things fundamentally our actions are affecting the world around us or at least the city around us at this stage um and yeah, I think that that's really come across well for me. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's always a danger that it turns into Grand Theft Auto, basically. Mm. Like you said, you know, it's oh, let's run it and like, oh look, we've killed everybody. Oh, fuck it, kill him too because he's there. And yeah, he, you know, it's no fun that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I have to, have to say, just just kind of going back a little bit to what we talk about um, Bunker playing playing his was effectively Joe Caroga um, yeah. with, with madness and stuff. I still I can't believe that role. That's just yeah, goddamn. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a great role. But do, do you know? Do you know? What, a part, a little part of me wishes that he got the other, the the other role. Oh, the, the one where he had, one. had an invisible friend. Oh, that one. You can see. Yeah. And then, and then you could have brought Ansia back as like his invisible friend. <laughs> and, and that would, that would really. I could. I could see that being really funny as they're playing off each other as like. And we're just like, who are you talking to? Uh, <laughs> I. But, yeah, I, I had in my head that if he got that one, he'd either have a, a talking answer next to him, like as an angel on his shoulder, or he'd have a his own imaginary version of the Whispering Man just talking to him constantly. Just one or the other. <laughs> well, yeah, he... I, I was probably going to go down one of those routes, <laughs> to be yeah. fair. Yeah, I think that would have, would have been quite would have been quite funny, um, but I'm, 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 I think it's 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 working out well. What what did happen? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of it's hard because when you know because you don't know what everybody else is writing or you know in terms of their character, you have no idea how they're going to interact with each other. Mm. And uh, as we did it, because we're all kind of we're all kind of like loners and all quite serious. Yeah, and you know what I mean. And then okay, there there you know there was bits and pieces which you know. I, outside of that we're a bit different but now 
Rogar is almost completely different because mm-hmm. he can't be serious, yeah. at least in a, in a serious situation. So it's quite interesting to me to see how you guys are going to, well, deal with me. Yeah, basically, <laughs> deal with you. Uh, it's, 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 it is, is interesting because it's, it's kind of, I think what, 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 was, what was happening in the podcast was generally quite serious. Yeah. You know, but we, we were injecting a lot of humour from outside. Yeah. Like as we much throwing, as we could yeah throwing throw, throw it throwing in like memes and throwing in like kind of uh i don't know uh, outside pop culture type jokes and references and things like that and now now i think now kind of the the dynamics changed a little bit in that there's more humor coming directly from the podcast so yeah. i think it's going to be i i mean we're, we're still in the early days of it i mean you've only been mad for what like what two, this, two uh, sessions where, where we are recording yeah effectively two sessions Pitch. so yeah um things are there's, there's obviously a lot of growth to happen there and stuff and, and be oh, yeah. how, how it how it goes really uh providing of course we all manage to survive a bit further along uh, <laughs> as i say we may we may be spending all this time talking about characters that are long dead in this podcast yeah uh, you're, you're, you're like oh yeah i remember tubby yeah <laughs> he, was that, he was that annoying geezer from london wasn't he um or at least he sounded like he was um no he doesn't he sounded like he was trying to be yes fantasy um, london <laughs> Fantasy yeah. London. See his <laughs> fantasy London accent. You don't know. Tricorn hats. Yes. Tricorn hats for the win, man. Tricorn hats, guns, and gangland style killings that we haven't actually seen very much of. But there's probably a, a bit more of a darker past to things Tommy's done in it, done previously that you guys aren't really privy to. I mean, you, you've seen him murder a lot of people, but not really without justification. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, I don't know. Some of that may come back to haunt him. Um, not. None of you saw him kill the orc in cold blood. <laughs> no, that's no. true. Yeah, yeah that's no. that. That was that was that was old Tommy. Um, <laughs> out yeah, like five sessions ago. Like no, no. What, what what I mean is like that was a bit of his kind of old personality before the stuff mm-hmm. that has grown in this podcast has come from. That was that was kind of that was how he was before he met you guys. Yeah. Um. He was life. Life wasn't complicated. Kill this guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> why because i want you to okay yeah but i think some of that kind of some of that thing where we will help other people for some of his own benefit came through a little bit with um with valmin and there's a genuine friendship there and um, i mean at this at this point in the podcast we don't really know what's going on with him he hasn't been back to his shop and stuff and tommy's getting a little bit worried about that because that's unusual but hmm. we'll see we'll see what happens with that later on indeed i don't uh, know you don't know so I'm interested to know, like for you guys, what's what's been like your favorite parts of the campaign so far? What's like stood out to you as that was a really good moment or something you enjoyed, you know, like big or small sort of thing? Uh, do you want do you want to do it? Do it. Take turns. Do you want to go first, Bunkle? Just uh, in terms of things that I've enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, over over than my character going insane because. <laughs> 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 uh, like, like you said, that I couldn't, I couldn't really have asked for a better role, could I? <laughs> um, I? Just before you go into that, I one thing I always find interesting is when you're DMing is there's always a there's an urge to force people down a certain narrative path that you're kind of like, all right, I've written this story and I want these guys to go experience it in the way I wrote it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard not to do that because I think that yeah, and it's that I think is in terms of D and D, it's the point of having the dice where I can say. Eh, this is a vague outline, but then I'm going to roll a dice and see what happens. Something yeah. like that cropping out of it is very much the, well, I wrote a rule that when this happened, you'd go insane. Let's just roll a dice and see what insanity you got. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah. yeah how much of is it like on the fly? Sorry, no, sorry, Bunko. Yeah, it's all right. Like, how much of this? I mean. Bunkle just choosing one moment to be completely batshit insane and having to to think, oh shit, what what should we do now? I mean, we're like that. I mean, Tommy are like, okay, he's just done that. How's this going to plan out? <laughs> is it is it tough to? Oh, what, to react to that on the fly? Yeah, uh, it is and it isn't. Like, I like to think if you if you put enough into the background, if you think about the characters that you've put into places, all you need to do is react how they'd react. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you can influence that, like, something that I think is a bit unfortunate, and this might change in the future, but something if we were all sat around a table you'd see me rolling dice every so often mm-hmm. but because I do it in roll 20 and I hide it, none of you can really see that. So, yeah. I actually do have some physical dice, and when I've got my office set up, maybe I'll actually roll it, just so the audience knows that I'm not just making everything up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, quite often, when you guys are talking, I am just rolling either severity dices in the background on D100s, or I'm just rolling a D20 just to see, if this is going to be a good or a bad thing, or is something going to crop up? Mm. So, yeah, but to go on to your question, though, I... It's, it does test your, I guess, improv skills of, like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, what's going to happen next? But I think all you ever need to look back of is, is, like, how would this character react? Like, Rogar's just killed a guard in front of a Cobalt Chieftain. Is the co- But the Cobalt Chieftain doesn't really feel fear, doesn't really care that much for his guards. He thinks, at the moment, what you've done is, what, amusing, insulting, intimidating? Eh, not really intimidating, but he, does he take it as a threat? You kind of... You might take a moment to think about that, but you just kind of try do it as the character would. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's the same as us then. Basically. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just on a grander scale, really. Where you've yeah. Got to exactly. Just, not, you can't just think about one character. It's it's multiple characters. You've got to think about their reactions potentially in a situation. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of the living world type thing that uh, Matt was talking about before, it is always interesting when I have to sit down and think. Okay, so they've done all of this stuff. How would every other moving part react to that? Which ones would care? Which ones wouldn't care? Which ones does this further the agenda for? Which ones does this hurt? If it hurts them, do they go after these guys that they're becoming more famous? That sort of thing. Is it's fun? I'd love, do. I'd love to see your notes for this. I really, because <laughs> uh, I mean, at, at the moment, just a little bit of context. I'm, I'm kind of doing a little bit of world building myself for a little one shot we're planning for the future. I won't release any give any details about it just yet but we're going to probably do a do a couple of little sessions in a completely different world in a completely different universe um just just a bit of fun just to let cooks and play a character for once really mm, yeah um and yeah just to throw something completely different in the works and you know see how that flies but um yes yeah, so i'm doing that a bit at the moment and it is yeah i've got a lot of notes already <laughs> what, what's weird is sometimes for me i end up some parts i write super detailed notes on like i write out lots and lots of possibilities of what these characters are thinking what their goals are other times i'll just write something like if x happens bad thing happens i haven't really decided <laughs> what the bad thing is yet i just know that they would do something to fuck everyone else over so then i come up with an idea of how that impacts <laughs> yeah exactly i mean how much how much like editing do you have to go back through and stuff when you're kind of after we've done some things in a session that perhaps you weren't expecting or was like uh, has changed the rules a little bit is there a lot of going back or or does it all still kind of manage to fit with the narrative you've got going on it all kind of fits i i've never really changed anything i've i've updated more than anything else because i tend to write 
what the character's done and what their goal is. So, for an example, someone like the uh, the Crimson Tongue and her little cult, they have a goal, and anything you guys do that impacts that might change how they view you, but that doesn't change their goal. Whether you become mm. a threat to them or an ally to them, they might have something that they want you to do off, off the back of that, or they might be happy to just kind of leave you to your own devices while they do their own thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 cool. I think that, that that answers kind of where I'm coming from because obviously that's some of the bits at the moment I'm doing quite detailed and things, and I'm thinking, yeah, do 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 I want to just play this by ear? And I guess it's just it's just going to happen as the first, as as we start playing. Really, mm. um, I'll I'll see what needs to be tweaked as we go along. Um, I think all all um credit to you guys. I mean, especially Cookson at the moment because do you know what? I cannot pull anything off on the fly. I'm just I. You might it, tell I'm a bit rigid in in how I do things. So just I think to it, be it, able it, to be this creative as well. It, it, yeah. it takes it takes a bit of work. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. All credit to you, Cookson, for for sort of taking you basically leading and making sure everything's going right without seeming like you're pushing too hard in any direction. Mm. You just kind of like you're you're the man with all the answers at the moment. But I think I think that the, the actual the, the reacting and the role playing and stuff is just something that comes with time and confidence really. It's not something you can kind of you can kind of force. It's yeah, just okay. it's just the more the more you play the the easier it is to be kind of dynamic. I think. But it's it's ne- it's, ne- it's never it's never easy. It's never kind of uh you just you just kind of do it on the fly. It, it, it takes a bit of work sometimes, and sometimes you just think, honestly, I have no idea what to say in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea because th- this has just been thrown at me. Um, yeah, but then maybe that's what your character would do. Maybe your character wouldn't know. Yeah, a lot of the time it wouldn't. Yeah, just yeah. just just yeah. Say, just you, you just just state it out loud so he has no idea what to do with this. <laughs> yeah. That's is it. this the party cave? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. <laughs> I say, like, it goes back to the whole being in character thing. I mean, none of us are actors. We're not the sort of people who we're. We're none of us are even like drama students. <laughs> we were no. never the oh, let's get up on stage and learn some lines. So when it comes to getting in character, I don't think it's easy for any of us. Obviously, like me and Matt have a bit more experience because we've done this. A through past editions of D&D, but it always takes that getting used to of the, right, this is how my character would react. Even if that reaction is a bemused silence of, what the <laughs> fuck is a party cave? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I mean, and, and that's that's one of those nice things where I bet you weren't expecting that, Cookson. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> that, that quest, I mean, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but that quest has gone a direction I did not expect. I wrote that quest a very long time ago with the idea that it was either going to be a middling to easy quest or an easy quest with some maybe unexpected consequences due to certain things that I'm not going to reveal just yet. Mm. But I wasn't expecting you to try talking your way through it, but I think something maybe talking to other fledgling DMs out there, because I think most probably know this, but if you're new to DMing, it, it does actually follow the technique of just roll with it. Like, if your players want to do something that sounds fun, don't go back to your notes and be like, no, this this isn't how this quest plays out. You must kill all the kobolds. You must fight the chieftain in this room. No, they've come up with an idea that sounds fun. Just roll with it and see what happens. 
like I make you make a roll if you pass the DC I've set up then yeah fuck it you uh you convince them there's a party going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's like uh, so, so, so coming back let's br- bring it back you asked Bunk we were asking Bunker what was his favorite mm-hmm. um favorite bit of this campaign so far oh it's like like I was saying my favorite bit is the fact that I've gone insane <laughs> yeah um because like like though to be fair though I enjoy having like separate sessions and keeping things like secret and you know trying to hide things from you guys and sneaking out and stuff like that it's quite difficult yeah because though though you don't know it i do know a lot more than obviously i I tell you as you well (laughs) as you know because you listen to the podcast yeah, exactly. <laughs> no yeah, shit. but but but, but early, earlier sessions, obviously, that you did without us being present, we don't we don't know about, and we still don't know about. No. Yeah, Rogar did a bad well, thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah more, more more specific because I mean, yeah. we, we've all done a lot of bad things. Did a very bad thing. <laughs> Rogar did a very very bad thing. Oh, Put it this God. way: there's a reason Rogar's alignment shifted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. I was re- I, listening to it today, and I was just thinking, he's not necessarily good anymore. He started the game as true neutral. He he is yeah. not true neutral anymore. No. Yeah, I literally, I was like, no, 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 no. He's definitely wanting to just go out and kill. All oh the no, time. no, no, not necessarily. Mm, um, you want to well, cause I'm... mayhem a little bit. Also, not necessarily. It's it's more that. Like when I started, I was like, "Well, I think it was lawful, lawful neutral, basically." Hmm. Yeah. But obviously, you then switch the god that you are following. Yeah. You can't really be lawful anymore. No. Yeah. So you know, and then shit happens. You know, yeah, like I mean, it... you die twice. But you don't <laughs> die. What, what's yeah. interesting is neither of your characters know enough about paladins to wonder how the fuck he swapped oaths. Because that's not a thing paladins can do. It's not. No. I mean, I, I'm guessing you still can't tell us about that yet. But that's something that. We no, can... I I do have plans to reveal certain things. Like I don't want okay. it to. Because uh, it seems it's... like it's going on for a really long time, guys. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's I, going yeah. on for way too long for me. <laughs> this, this is the point of long running narratives. You might not figure yeah. things out for a very long time, but when you do, yeah. But I've stopped giving a shit. <laughs> you say that, that's and okay. then Ansir gets shot in the back, and you all get emotional. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, no, no. I, I'm stopped giving a shit about whatever Bunkle's doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That works better for me. <laughs> yeah. I What's mean, it, uh, yeah. the way for evil to, for, to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Well, I mean, yeah, find find me a good man. The only one we had is dead. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, don't. I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think obviously he did a bad thing. Obviously, he's somehow betrayed his um, previous patron mm-hmm. in some some sort of irredeemable way. But God knows gods know um what that was and i guess we'll find out at some point mm. um yeah it's got to be an interesting interesting feeling that that yeah as as me i don't really care but as tommy there's a kind of sense of people are t- 
people aren't telling me everything and mm. i don't like it it's like it's like my friends have, have had a party and i wasn't invited and i don't know what's going on now kind of thing definitely yeah. definitely that kind of when, when there's when there's secrets in the party and stuff and yeah you see again i don't think it the, the, i don't think it'd work if there weren't secrets you know what i mean uh, like if everybody knew yeah. everything about everybody it'd just be like yeah i don't think you know. i have any secrets now uh, I, think they, 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 I don't know yes you do really because we know almost nothing about you and especially like it, it, especially for like rogar and ev- i mean even handrel you Ancia died and then you refused to speak to him for nearly an hour yeah <laughs> you know what i mean you yeah. basically flat refused to say anything to him but it's you know you can't say that like the characters have ever spent any individual time together that's true to actually know anything about each other the old you know handrel and tommy know each other mm-hmm. but you know do, do they know anybody else not so, not so much i know handrel a bit more or rogar does even but that's because mm-hmm. we spend time together so it, yeah but if something horrific still has just to everyone happened else. yeah no something horrific has just happened and like you don't want to replay it Oh no! I, oh no! Of course, I, I don't think you're actually get it. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I, th- I think I think it can work if the party knows each other really well. Obviously, at later levels, that that becomes yeah. almost a given, really. Mm. But I think with the way this campaign's running, it's it. We we do need we do need, still need some secrets. I think. Yeah, um, I, I like. I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but I do like cultivating a little bit of air of mystery. I mean, you guys aren't weren't friends this wasn't like you were adventurous yeah. together you were you've all been forced to work together effectively like mm. getting along is a bonus but you're not in a position to be like ah, oh, well fuck this guy i don't want to work with him anymore so i do like the way the the character dynamics work against each other when you know people are hiding things but you can't prove it and you can't prove exactly what they're hiding i don't know, yeah. I, I think that plays well in terms of drama but man, that's just me <laughs> No, no, I think, felt, you're, yeah. I think you're right there, and I think I think there's, there's 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 different types of drama you can have when a party knows each other very well as well. You know, you can you can have things like betrayals or even like love interests, and things can mm. things can go it can go go very different ways. Um, but at this at this sort of point in a campaign and stuff, we're st- it's still quite early days, really. Mm. Um, I mean, we've been playing it for a long time, yeah. But it is still quite early days, and mm. I think that's yeah. In in, in game time, it's like what nine days now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, that's not a great amount of time, really, is it? No, I mean, I also, think we've come pretty far, really, for people that have been together for nine days. Mm. Yeah, I was like, when I mean, at the end of the. Um, not the last, not the last episode. Then the episode where um, basically I died for a second time, and Tommy had to basically make a choice of either mm-hmm. saving Rogar or not. And like you were saying, that okay, he doesn't trust him because again, they've not okay. You've spent a bit of time together. They've obviously the party's been working well together to do these tasks. Mm-hmm. But what else does he have to hold on to? And that makes a lot of sense. You know, yeah. he he has to trust these people. And he needs them around him to get him through this situation because he doesn't see another way out. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. And I think I think the the, the the difficulty we had, at least with old Rogar, is that 
what could we get out of him? I mean, it was blood out of a stone, mm. to be honest. <laughs> it, very much, very much in character, because that, that was the character you were. Yeah. Um, nowadays, we probably still couldn't get anything useful out of you, but we'll certainly get a lot more out of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, it was. it is kind of... We've, we've all been a little bit closed books i mean i've been i've been very vocal and chatty but that's the kind of character i am and i'm not uh, telling you anything about my person but also let's not yeah. forget and this is a pre-podcast thing tommy also has a secret quest if he remembers it yes he does tommy does yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah but nobody knows it over nobody the knows because i whispered it to him at the time yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's um it's, it's going on yes through, through, through some of the dreams that you have been privy to, mm. yeah, um, and some some of the weird things, t- Tommy on a boat. I mean, I was I was I was getting into a bit of a kind of gendery thing from Game of Thrones there, where I was just wrote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but but there was yeah, there, I I I met a man, um, and yeah, it's it's kind of is pre podcast, and I guess when we get to a point where it's relevant, I think we'll release that information and in kind of yeah. It's, go- it- a little bit and do a little bit of explaining of how we got to this point yeah because it's difficult because i do think on one hand it's a little bit spoilery if i just say what happened but Mm, yeah i also feel a little bit bad talking about things to people who are listening and then being like oh well i can't tell you exactly what i don't know i think it's a difficult balance it will eventually come up as a as a major point though and maybe sooner than you think i don't know but suffice it to say tommy was on a boat and he met a man with a plan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good. Um, More secrets. So, so go on. We, we, we're going back through what our favourite thing was, and yeah. I think yeah, Rebecca, yeah. you, you covered yours. Sophia, Flo. I'm going to call you Sophia now because we're talking <laughs> on podcast, and I just that, that's what I call you. <laughs> What's your favourite yeah, bit? I can't really think of anything right now. Come back to me. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Glad to know you've spent I, six I, months having I, fun. I would, I was using you as a subject. I think I think my my favorite bits have to be the bits where we do something and it kind of throws exactly what Cookson was was thinking we were going to do, or he just has absolutely no kind of what what are you doing? Like 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 the party cave, um, like you know let's throwing a dog a bone, throw a dog a bone exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's, those little bits where we go, let's think outside the box, and either it goes, "Whoa, that worked really well," even though we didn't think it was going to, or "Ooh, that went really badly." <laughs> it's it's kind of where we do, where we just kind of do something that's that's completely kind of out, makes, crazy. It makes sense, but it's out of left field at the same time. Yeah, th- yeah. I'll, I'll always remember one right near the start of our, our campaign. Um, you guys had first shown up to the city and. Tommy and Sophia had basically gone shopping, and the first thing Rogar wanted to do was walk right up to the palace and try to basically knock on the front door. I was like, <laughs> you want a what? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're... He's got a quest, that's what he could do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking single-track mine Rogar. <laughs> I'm just what? there like, I'm just that's there like, uh, so you see a lot of guards, like, yeah, I'm going to walk up. I mean, a lot of guards, like <laughs> many, many guards. Yeah, no, I, I walk up. The knights approach you. Uh, I act drunk. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he got away with it too. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, the, another fun one was it was trying trying to get into the city as well. 
Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. How, I, how do we sneak a dragon into a city? Yeah, exactly. It's such yeah. a long time ago. We were just we were just try, trying to bluff our way past a one of the city guards and just, like, failing badly. It just... Yeah. yeah. How do you get a dragon who's quite recognisable into a city where he might be recognised? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just try. We just paid a guy a lot of money to go and hide in his um, hay crate, but yeah. <laughs> and then we tried. We, try, we tried to like bluff the guard. It didn't go well. Or, 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 the, or the one time that Sophia tried um, flirting. No, no. Let's not bring that up. Let's bring that up. To be fair, that was that was a brilliant moment because it was kind of like Sophia. Sophia's trying to flirt with him. It's not gone well. <laughs> Fuck it, kill him. <laughs> so, so, Did yeah, I, I rolled really badly, didn't I? You rolled really badly, and I think you ignored every warning I gave that that man was a grimy, scummy son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, and, and you wish to approach this guy? Yeah, I want to flirt with him. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't think it quite went like that. I think Flo was kind of like, I don't want to. We were like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it now. A little bit, and I, I think there was recordings of that. Uh, no, no, and I, I, I did a um, yeah. Cause you, you tried to try to come online as well, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. Um, and and also at the same time, I think didn't I try and glass someone? Like rather than actually draw my weapon, oh, yeah, glass a guy. I think like, you did okay. improvise yeah. weapons straight off the bat. Yeah, exactly. It's like that, that. That did virtually nothing, but um, <laughs> it was fun. If I remember correctly, the the glass just shattered on his armor. At which point, you pull out your gun and shot him in the face. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. He's like, "Well, that, uh, I, th- I thought it would look cool." Which I would point out, that whole encounter ended with that particular bar getting raided by the Illuminated. Which was your first view view of them as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, it early, early on. <laughs> off that objective, you know, get close to them. Well. I must admit, when I started, I wasn't expecting you guys to see them so quickly, and then all of a sudden, like, you little level two people in your first little bit of the tavern, <laughs> oh yeah, this thing shows up, and you just fucking run halfway across the city to go away from it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, 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 we were quite naive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quite, well, I... naive, quite naive is, like, a bit of an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Now you're all jaded. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, mad. <laughs> okay, one bit that I can really think of right now is when we got the bag of holding, mm-hmm. and we were like, "If we just turn it inside out, does the whole universe collapse?" <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, everything just falls out. Yeah, but it could have collapsed. <laughs> we don't can we know. Get we get this massive chest into this bag of holding. Yes, yes, you can. Okay, Why? brilliant. We've just fucked up the lock, so let's just drag it with us. <laughs> Should we put this body in the bag of holding? No. Why do we need to put this body in the bag of holding? Because we can. Oh, okay. God, don't find it, you know. <laughs> uh, that that reminds me. I think this might be my favorite moment, or one of my favorite moments as a DM. So during the campaign, I've thrown various traps and enemies at you, and quite often you've just walked straight into them. <laughs> yeah. Amuses me to no end. The one time I give you an empty basement with a wooden crate in it, you spend 20 <laughs> minutes debating about how it could be trapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, we, we learned our lesson about walking into these places. <laughs> it's like. Didn't learn it well. No. So they, th- this lot were in a brothel attempting to track down some leads on Sophia's brother. And 
one thing led to another, and they were in a basement trying to get into the sewers, like, trying to figure out something about some bracelets that were stealing people's life energy. So they, they go downstairs, and they find this crate. And I just describe it as, it's a wooden crate in an empty room. You see a sewer grate behind it. Oh, we, we shouldn't touch the crate. Let's do a trap check. Ah, oh, I didn't roll very well. Might be trapped. Uh, I'm like, it looks like a wooden crate to you. It looks like an empty <laughs> yeah. room to you. Maybe maybe you want to check out the sewer grate. Nah, nah, we need to we need to sort this crate. <laughs> what if we shoot the crate? Nah, 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 we need to explode the crate. <laughs> yeah. That's classic ass, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You, you, you give us something that, like, that we should be really wary, wary of, and we just go, yeah, let's walk in. Um, you mm-hmm. give us something that, that's, like, completely innocuous, and we're like, hmm. So that costume shop, man, I swear there was something <laughs> about that guy. <laughs> he was, a, he was, he was a, so careful. He was like, I never noticed this costume shop before in the city. Hmm, I've heard those stories about the shops that just pop up selling exactly what you need. Hmm. <laughs> he, he was just a nice half orc with blue hair who sold you some costumes. Leave him yeah, alone. He was. He, he was. There was something not right about him. I just. I just hid in the corner of the shop, just watching him. <laughs> yeah. You did. Oh dear. Oh. I still think that's going to come back to Pirates in the Ass. I don't know oh why. God. What the the, the, the costume shop guy? Yes. No, he what? Seriously, he was just the guy at a costume shop. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Well, did you know? Yeah, sure, he's... sure, he was. Sure, he was. <laughs> these these costumes that that, that 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 kind of prey on your your vices and give you um you know appropriate fates. <laughs> I don't like it. It's like Mister Ben, but like twisted and. Where did that come from? He went to a costume show, he put on a new costume, he had an adventure every day. It's like Cookson's twisted version of that. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Sick and twisted. Strange the lot of you. Uh, strange. Well You're getting stranger. <laughs> yeah, okay. Proximity yeah. and all that. Even though we're in completely different corners of the country, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh, well, I think that was a good little chat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I hope anyone who has bothered to listen to this, to this enjoyed. And some backstory on things, a few jokes, you know, the usual. Hope it was at least a nice way to pass an hour or so of your time. Probably a bit mm. less. There might be some strange cut here where I include some additional t- chats we've had about things, but maybe there won't be. We'll find out when I edit this. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, we were young and naive and didn't know it better. <laughs> uh, I will. Uh, thanks, guys. It's been uh, it's been a fun little uh, little chatting session. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Anyhow, it's it's, not, it's nice to do one sort of not staring through. I mean, I am I am the only one signed into Roll Twenty now anyway, just because I figured. Why not? It's habit. Um, <laughs> it's just habit. I was just like, ah, oh, sign anyway. I just, I'm, I'm sat there alone, just looking rolling. At well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just looking at us all sat in a room with some kobolds at the moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's been genuinely nice to do something a bit different and mm. have a bit of, bit of a chat without just trying to be in character all the time as well. Yeah, yeah. you kind of want to progress the story, but you also just want to like talk the shit a little bit, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, we don't get to do a lot of that these days. So no. yeah, I think it'd be better if 
we all were less busy, but unfortunately that's life. Because, like, if we wanted, we could do a session and then just chat shit for 20 minutes afterwards, but unfortunately I think all of us are a bit like, okay, we, we play our game, we have fun, but then we all need to go do real life things, and it's a bit of a... Yeah. 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 I mean, we were, yeah, we are, we are all, all busy people with our own shit going on and stuff, and... Yeah, it's just a shame. I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice if we all get together and do like a, record a session in person or something like that at some point. Mm. And maybe we'll get a chance to do that. I think that'd be too weird. Could it? Yeah, I'd be like, I can see your face. <laughs> I yeah, think it'd be quite I think, cool. I think I think it'd be it'd be funnier as well because we can play off each other's reactions to stuff a bit more than you can over just over chat. Plus we can still, yeah. Plus we could oh, drink. Can I still <laughs> play on my phone? Yes. Excellent. You've got two hands, phone in one, drink in the other. Yeah, as long as there's alcohol. Mm. <laughs> uh, that might be a plan in the future if we can all get together. I have my uh, my standalone mic that we could all use and talk into. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Good. I'm sure I could bor- borrow in, in um, inverted commas things from work as well if needed. <laughs> and I have a bunch <laughs> of dice. Nice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also have a set of dice. Mm. I, I I I also have far too many dice as well. I uh, <laughs> I recently bought some Cthulhu themed dice that have tentacles on them. <laughs> nice, oh, cool. Yes. I think I saw some on Facebook recently. Dice. Some dice that was posted, not necessarily by Cookson. Oh, okay. I think those yeah. those might have been my red and black ones. I got those as well. Oh, okay. Oh, oh and some you... skull dice. That was it. Ah, those ones. Yeah, those are cool. Too many sets of dice, too. <laughs> you can never have too many sets of dice. About to say, that's no such yeah. thing. No, I have no, no dice. <laughs> because because you, you, sometimes you, you've got to switch, and you're like, oh, I don't like that dice anymore. And you need to find a new one. This dice... Uncle, why have you got dice? Um, because um, basically Callum decided that he wanted to learn to play D&D. <laughs> uh, so I bought him like a starter pack, but yeah. then he doesn't want to do any of the reading to learn how to play. Oh. So we don't play. So I have the dice. Well, he can listen to the podcast and learn that way. No, no, well, he that's cannot. That's what I said. <laughs> All <laughs> the swearing. He probably shouldn't listen to some parts of the podcast. Yeah. But... He shouldn't listen to some parts of it, but, you know, at Look, the end of the day. <laughs> a listener's a listener. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Get those stats up. <laughs> uh, but, no, yeah, that's so that's why I have a full set of Okay, dice. Hmm. fair enough. Right, so, well then, thank you everyone for joining us, and we will presumably return next week with a regular episode. As always, you can find us on basically everywhere at this point. iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Podcast, Podknife, iHeartRadio, wherever you want to find us, you can find us. Also, Twitter, at TreasonNo, and at the various GTNP Twitter handles, so we've got Rogar, Sophia, and Tommy on there too. And we've got our WordPress website, and Facebook group, all at Gunpowder Treason, no plot. So, uh, if anyone wants to say their goodbyes, uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed listening to me, you can uh, you can also listen to me as the Delivery Man, delivering audio gold on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling podcasts. Available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art of Podcasting and at LAOW Podcast. And if you want to hear from me anytime between now and the next podcast, as always, you can't. I will be nowhere. I'm exclusively on this podcast, unlike some people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this pod gets all my love and support. Yeah, uh, this episode was brought to you by the letter A for 
Oh, shit. He just rolled what? And that is my sign off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I've learned anything from listening to many podcasts and watching many shows is once you pick a bit, you have to stick to it. So that is it forever now. Okay, well, I've got the letter A so far. Until you get to Z, and it might be out of order depending on how we release this as well. So we might. Go... <laughs> we'll just wait months and months, and no one will know where uh, the letter A was until this finally yeah, comes yeah. out because one of us is ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be like tune back for the letter A. <laughs> so good luck to those people that have been listening for that long. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... Just let's to find congr- the letter A. Let's all congratulate Sophia um, Flo on ha- now having a bit at the end as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still got nothing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks everyone for listening and thanks you lot for helping out with this and we will see you all next week. Bye. 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 Yeah, bye.